Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We've got a great show in store. But before we dive into this conversation, I want to take a quick moment to tell you about one of our amazing partners, CAP. Y'all know I love it when my friends become friends with my friends. And so through the That Sounds Fun tour and through this podcast, y'all know how much I love sharing Christian Appalachian Project with you. And I love that we are all friends with them now, too. I just love the work that CAP does and how they're actively making the world a better place, especially for our neighbors living in Appalachia. For nearly 60 years, CAP has been serving the people of Appalachia by building homes, transforming lives, and sharing Christ's love. Their dedicated staff and volunteers ensure families have food on their table a roof over their heads, and in times of heartbreaking and life-altering disaster, they help others put the pieces of their lives back together. CAP gives unconditional love and brings hope to children, families, and seniors who would otherwise be marginalized or forgotten. And now that you're friends with CAP too, just like me, I just love what they do. I want to invite you to be a part of these incredible stories by making a donation that's meaningful to you or by signing up to volunteer. To learn more, visit christianapp.org. Together, we can help make a brighter tomorrow possible for our neighbors, y'all, our neighbors in Appalachia. Again, that's christianapp.org. And now for today's guest, Shane and Shane. Y'all, y'all. Okay, listen. I have been fans of Shane and Shane for 20 years. I mean, I love their music. I love their hearts. I love how they write. I love how they sing. I mean, I'm just such a fan. They've released 40 albums so far and tons of worship albums that you know and love. And most recently, the one that just came out is called Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs, Volume 1. It is absolutely incredible. I've been listening to it a lot, an absolute lot. Uh, They also founded the Worship Initiative, which is an equipping ministry and a collective of worship leaders that over the past few years has grown into this incredible community. We get to talk about all of that and their new album. And you will not be surprised if you're a friend of the pod that today and on Wednesday, we're going to talk about Psalm 23. It just keeps happening, doesn't it? What are we supposed to learn? The Lord's talking to us, y'all. So here is my conversation with my friends, Shane Bernard and Shane Everett, Shane and Shane. All right, Shane and Shane, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. We've been looking forward to this right here. We're here. We made it. Don't lie to me. Don't don't just feed me what I want to hear. This is y'all know that I am the lucky one here. Y'all know how I feel. Come on. Well, you you might not know this, but we do full time women's ministry. And so anytime (laughs) we get to talk to another woman, it's good. You know? We 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 do. We can we can unpack that if you want, Mm -hmm. but if not, we can just leave that hanging. Now, look, we're going to leave it hanging, but also I'm here for that, and I don't do full-time women ministry. So we're going to have, we're going to meet in the middle. You're going to bring your female audience. I'm going to bring my male audience, and we're just going to, this is going to upgrade everything for us. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Both of you are named Shane. One is E and one is B, which is still rhyming. It's still very close, you guys. But it this is. has been it 20 is. years of your life. Um, <laughs> will, will you just kind of introduce yourself so that our friends listening will kind of memorize what voice goes with which Shane? Yes. You go first. Yeah. Let's uh, go alphabetical. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, my, this would be the Shane B. Uh, and, you know, we, we choose a really original titles for things, hence the band name Shane and Shane. And so my last name is Bernard. So, you know, around here, if somebody wants my attention, they, they usually just say B. And uh, if they want Shane's attention, his voice sounds like this. 
hey, my voice sounds like this. <laughs> and they would call him E. They would say, hey, E. But what's funny about that, this is Shane E. Uh, so if, if you're, yeah, if you're tuning in, Shane E. But when I, when I was, my wife, uh, we have a long story about we dated, we broke up, she moved abroad, she came back. And when I, Shane and I had been traveling for a few years at this point. And so when I would refer to myself, when friends would call her, hey, this is, this is Shane E. And she was so confused by that because she's like, why are you calling yourself Shaney? And I was like, I'm not saying Shaney. I'm saying Shane, pause, E. And she's like, I'm, she was so confused. But it, but it was funny because don't call me Shaney. Right, you could right. Just call me Shane. Just call me E. Annie. Shaney. 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 Call him Shaney. Got it. Yeah. E, my question now is, tell me more about your wife who, when y'all broke up, she was like, I'm getting out of the country. My girl, let's yeah, go. She, she peaced out. She was like, I'm done with this. You know? Where'd she move? She moved to Paris, France. But, th- but this is the funny, this is the funny thing. And I, this was before you were discipling women, oh, you know? So she, she didn't have the wisdom uh, yet. And so this is how it worked. I became a believer. Uh, we had gone to high school together. Actually, okay. it's a long story, but but I had known her a long time. We dated. She was at Baylor. I was at A&M. We dated for about eight and a half months. I was really, really new in the faith, and she had been walking with the Lord for years. And so she's like, man, I was ready to get married because I had never, you know, like— even had any kind of relationship with a with a girl who feared the Lord, and so I was just like, "This is awesome. This is on. I, like, I'm marrying this girl. This is it." And she's like, "I'm a sophomore. You need to slow your roll, son. We are not. Re- I am not ready for that." And I was ready for that, and she was not. So she's like, "I'm gonna break up with you," and I'm like, "Okay." And so I, I'm at her apartment, uh, like in standing in like like right at the threshold of her front door, and she's standing on the inside of the apartment. I'm standing on the outside. And she had just like written this letter. She read it. She broke up with me. And then she's like, and she had never said like, I love you or anything like that. But then she goes, uh, okay, I love you. And then she shuts the door. No. She says, I love you. <laughs> and then she shuts the door. I that's love confusing, ladies. That's so Don't confusing. do something like that. <laughs> it's not, that's not okay. You know what I mean? And then moved oh, to man. Paris? And then she moved to Paris for two years. Two years. Two years. I cannot yeah. deal with this. Story. Two years. Then she came back and she had realized that she was erred in her ways. She calls <laughs> and says, She asked me to marry her. You're you know? lying. And it worked out. You're lying. She no, picks I mean, up the phone of. after. <laughs> you better tell me the whole truth right now. Did she call you and say, Marry me? No, she didn't. Oh, I was about to be like, no, this no, girl, I need us to in, hang hey. up right now, and I need the wives. That's what I was about to switch. When she came back, she came in hot. You know what I mean? And she was like, hey, I just want you to know I love you, and you don't even have to respond to me. And I'm like, and and I was just like, oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, we had been broken up. Shane and I have been living together on the road, like just traveling, doing our thing, and then she's... She and Shane was out of town and he comes back and we had hung out like four times and we I mean we weren't dating I mean she was gone like she was out of the picture Had you dated other people? I dated another girl. Yeah. Were you dating the other girl when she came back? No, I was not. Oh, I'd have been No, great. praise the that'd Lord I wasn't. But no, that, that would have been, been even better. <laughs> yeah. That, that wouldn't have been better. But anyway, so she came back and we hung out for like a week and then 
And then uh, that was in October, and we were engaged in December and married in May. So it was like we were on the fast track. But she had me. She had me at hello. This is such a good story for a lot of our friends listening, only because when you tell it, you say, "Uh, we broke up for two years. Two years is a very long time for our hearts. (laughs) It is. I mean, in a story, it's it's two words. In our hearts, that is such a long time. Don't worry, B. We're getting to your love story, too, because I love that one, too. Um, Yeah, that's a better one. Yeah, no. But, E, (laughs) I I mean, tell me what was going on with you and the Lord in that window of time. What do you do in that window of time? Did you think she was gone for good? Oh, yeah, she was gone for good. I mean, we... Uh, lovingly referred to her as the K factor because the K factor kind of wrecked my life. Like when she, when that happened, I was a new believer nine and a half months in to my walk with the Lord. And I don't think I'd ever felt like, like lost like that before, because I think, you know, you start like a relationship with somebody like in the context of a biblical life or like loving something like, divine in, in another person. And so uh, I think it was it was very different than any relationship that I'd been in in the past. And so I was so uh, moved by by her faith, and it encouraged me so much. And so I think we had this, we definitely had a connection, and then uh, like I felt like the rug got pulled on out from under me. And that was like Shane and his group of dudes, you know, kind of took me in and was like, they were kind of licking my wounds. And so, I i mean, if she wouldn't have broke up, like, in that season, like, it was kind of, for me, like, in my journey thus far with the Lord at that point, it was the hardest thing that ever happened to me. And then, so Shane and his group of dudes took me in, and then Shane's like, man, we're about to go to Minneapolis. And I'm like, dude, can I get in a car with you? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, come with us, man. And that was the beginning of Shane and Shane. Like, that was, that the, that was kind wild. of like— the first trip, so I like dropped out of school. This is how I, I was in a bad. I was in a bad way. I dropped out of school with two weeks left in the semester. Oh no! Went to my dean to and graduate. Went, to <laughs> graduate. <gasps> no, <laughs> have you finished yeah. now? Yes, I did. But it, okay, I was, great. That was part of our like pre premarital counseling. Yes. She's yes. like, you're going to get your degree, son. <laughs> right. So I did. I followed orders, uh. but we, we, you know, but that was like the beginning of like really a journey with the Lord and depending on Him. Because I think when I, like, I got saved, and and then I found this girl of my dreams, and, like, I was going to do another job, and all of these things were kind of lining up, and the Lord said, I, I've got a different route for you, and, and really used Kelly as the catalyst to, like, push me into a, a deeper walk with Jesus, and just, I, I don't know where we would be. I mean, chain to chain probably wouldn't have happened if it, that that wouldn't happen. So it was pretty crazy. So many of us need to hear that the thing you're not getting is actually setting you up for the thing you're getting. I mean, like, that is gospel stuff right there. It is. And you know, Garth Brooks nailed it. Oh, boy. Which part? Unanswered thank God. Unanswered prayers. You know you sang that. You were like, man, but God, I really like him. You know, but hey, for real. He was doing something. So it's good stuff. So for a lot of us that are in our, my age bracket with y'all, I'm 41. So I think I saw y'all in concert. I was trying to back up. I think I saw y'all in 04. So we've been friends a long time without y'all knowing it. <laughs> but B, at the same time, you married someone that we knew back then as well. 
Bethany Dillon was her name now, then. Now her album, she's actually going to be on the pod as well, which I'm very excited about. Uh, will you talk about how y'all met? Will you tell your story too? Just because it'd be unfair to only hear one Shane Love story when there's two Shane Love stories. Yes. Beth came out on tour with us. Uh, her her sister managed her. We were one of her first tours. I mean, she's kind of a freak show in that, you know, she she wrote the majority of, of a record when she was 12, 13 years old. And then, you know, that kind of made its way to Nashville and she got signed. And then now, now she's 15, the record's done and all the things. And she's signed with the big record label and her and her sister came out on tour with us. And, you know, Nothing happened then. I'd spent a couple years in prison. Sure, right. <clears throat> I believe you. And then, you know, got right with Jesus. Uh, and that was our first encounter with Bethany Dillon. And um, we loved this family. Like, they were very kindred and very alien. And then kind of fast forward a two and a half years, she came out on tour with us again. And I had never had even the thought of this could be a thing. You know, I hadn't dated a ton. I mean, we, you know, from the time I was 21, music surprised me. God surprised me. That's a whole story in and of itself. I have zero background in anything musical or spiritual. And so, really? Yes. So it was all just crazy. And then, and then that it happened in a, in a day. I borrowed Shane's guitar. This is like pre saved Shane. This guy named Shane had a guitar plugged in. How are y'all friends? Y'all just like ran with the same group? Yeah, I had a buddy who knew him. Yep. Okay. And uh, and I played this concert. And so from, from literally the first time I ever sang in a microphone, I, I did this for a living. And so it was total left field. Like, I can't even tell you how left field it is. And so I might as well be like an astronaut or something right now. We were just always out and on the road. And I wasn't really into trying to like meet the merch girl or, you know, it just, life was just. Some were trying to meet him though. I've got Listen, a few stories I, if you want to hear, if you want to hear I one. I believe yeah, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, you know, I'm uh, 29, 29, 30 years old and we're on this tour. I'm pretty content, you know? I mean, just to, I'm going to enter, I'm just interject here for a you, second. You're I mean, very welcome. we're really good friends with the Chandlers that you probably had Matt on here before. Yes, yes, yes. And Matt and Lauren Matt, were but, our, but, at a live show. They were on one of the live shows. Yeah. So Matt and Lauren and Shane and I like had a ministry together like early on. And we all thought he had the gift. We thought oh, no. he was, yeah, we thought, man, this guy, he just, he had the gift, man. He's just, he's just going like Paul, you know, he's just, he doesn't care. That's, we really thought that, like, that's not a joke because he never dated anybody. Yeah. Until this person, a buddy of mine, like planted a seed of like, man, you would be crazy not to marry this person. And I'm like, what? Like, that's not even a possibility. But there was like a seed planted. It was right before we went on tour um, the second time. And, um, you know, she would kind of came of age. And <laughs> we did this tour where, uh, you know, touring's unique. Like a tour bus is a unique thing. It, there's not many places in the Christian world where you can see somebody's life from like 5.30 a.m. to like midnight. I know. You know, yes. in the same like 200 square feet. Yes, for an extended amount of time. Yeah, for you like see them every day, all months. day. I mean, months, you literally months, live with months them. and months. Yes, yeah, that's right. Months and months. And that was just a unique thing for me to be able to just watch this person's life. And so I knew 
that I got shot in the in the arm. I mean, like it happened. Yeah. You know, I remember she touched my arm one time, and I was just like, oh. you know, like. <laughs> It was just like, what in the world is happening? And I'm going, you know, and we didn't we didn't go on walks. We didn't, you know, there wasn't anything like that. But there was there was like a kindredness and, and people were starting to kind of notice we, you know, we were talking a lot. And and so I was in a huge dilemma, you know, because I was terrified to pursue this person. And she, I'm sure, was terrified to say anything about how she felt about me. Were you scared because of y'all's age difference or were you scared because of your job or what is the scared? Yeah, the scared was like just sheer approval of man. So I knew that like everybody around me... Um, <laughs> He's pointing at yeah, me, Yeah, for everybody. Yeah, the is, audio is... is me is doing a lot of thumb direction. You can't direction. see. He's, yeah. he's pointing at this guy. Everybody around me... And we weren't like at a mature place. I mean, we, you know, we didn't have a church. We were gone all the time. But everybody around me, when they found out that I had feelings for her, were like, you know, very condemning in all of those ways. Uh, And so I was just alone. And so I took like eight months of just um, going before the Lord and just going, am I willing to endure the pathway of pursuing this 18-year-old woman and uh, who lives, you know, a few states away, am I willing to endure that alone? And so then I, I got to a place where I was. I mean, there was some events that happened that kind of like forced it. And we had a conversation, Beth and I did. And then we started a process of, of I and mean, all of a sudden we were dating. And then it was just horrible. <laughs> it just, what? <laughs> it got worse. Yes. It was so, it was so hard. It was just so hard. But not in a bad way, just hard. You know, I think God was using all of it. But now she had all kinds of pressure on her end because there was some, there had been some drama. Her her sister was in a new marriage that the husband was unfaithful and that whole thing was going down at the same time, you know, and they had an age gap. And so there was like a lot of drama going on on her side and a lot of people going, you're crazy, you know, like, and so she felt kind of alone too. But, you know, all of a sudden we're dating and I had this, I had this, some land in Austin and I, I lived in a little, uh, like a barn. I lived in a barn. Yeah. And, right. uh, <laughs> you know, a friend would call me and be like, hey, Beth's going to be in Houston tonight. And I'd be like, oh, really? <laughs> and y'all were dating? Yeah. Like my girlfriend is. <laughs> and, and so I'd call her. I'd be like, hey, are you going to be in Houston tonight? <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing a concert and, you know, we're just kind of in and out, you know, and, and I'm like, uh, you gonna tell me? And, uh, she, well, you know, I didn't, you know, the, the promoter's picking us up and the things and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll pick you up. I'm going to take you to dinner. No, I mean, the promoter's coming and, you know, and, and my brother's there and, you know, and I'm like. And I would hang up, we would cordially hang up, and then I would, I was done in my heart. This happened, this happened like a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was absolutely out. And then I would get in the car, and I would drive to Houston, and I just would show up at the venue, and I would be like, hey, hey, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to buy a ticket, or is someone going to let me in? <laughs> yeah. I went ahead and bought a ticket. Yeah. I got a t-shirt. Yeah. And uh, sign it? and then, you know, she was always just awesome. She just was, I mean, Beth is the most 
all-in person that I've ever known in my life. And so she just didn't know. She hadn't held somebody's hand before. And then she had all this craziness going on. I mean, like, she's been years of counseling because of all that, of all the craziness. Yeah. I mean, her career exploded alongside y'all's. I mean, it was wild. And family stuff and y'all and yeah. So eventually, after a few months of that, basically when the moment that I asked her to marry me, because, you know, the concept of getting married, even though she knew like 100% that I was in for, I mean, I wasn't about to date an 18-year-old girl in Ohio. That's not going to do that. So like I I had a good almost year asking God, do I need to do this or not? And I had to go and I had spent months with her, watching her every day. I, I'm in. I'm. I, you're the one. I, you know, I can't get rid of it. I tried to get rid of it a hundred times. I can't. Wow. And so we'd never talked about marriage, only because I could feel the weight of that word and in the context of her family and all of that. So I just, I mean, I made a decision early on. I'm just like, I'm just going to put a ring on her finger and then we can oh. talk about it. I'm having the best time. You know what I mean? This is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) What? You put a ring on her finger without ever talking about it? Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation with Shane and Shane really quickly to share about another one of our incredible partners, Third Love. It's been so fun getting to do some traveling again. There are some essentials that I never leave home without. My Third Love bras and sleepwear are some of those essentials. Third Love creates high-quality underwear, sleep, and loungewear that deliver comfort that your body loves being in. With sizes from AA through I, including half cups and lounge and sleepwear in sizes extra small to 3X, Get ready to feel good, my friends. They have a fitting room quiz on their website that I took, and it makes it so easy to get the perfect size and style. Having under things that fit so well makes me feel confident and put together and no worrying about slipping straps or feeling uncomfortable. Third Love obsesses over each stitch so that you never have to think about how something feels, looks, or wears. While trends come and go, Third Love has always stayed true to one notion. We do comfort, you do you. Third Love's number one best-selling 24-7 classic t-shirt bra, maybe I own more than one, provides all the comfort and support you need in more than 80 sizes, y'all. More than 80 sizes. And y'all know how much I want you to get good rest. Well, Third Love does too. That's why they created their washable silk pajamas. Third Love took silk, added a soft, like a Georgia peach touch for extra good feels while you're getting your eight hours of sleep. It is luxury that's literally almost too easy, you guys. Third Love knows you love to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now they're offering our friends 20% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash sounds fun now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sounds fun for 20% off today. And now let's get back to our conversation with Shane and Shane. So we've been dating months. I don't know how long, but a long time. Uh, I don't know, 10 months. And then I flew up, talked to her dad. And then I, you know, we had this, we had this evening and I did all the things and proposed to her, which that went real bad in the, in her, <laughs> in her family, not for her. Right. But now it, nothing was like, you know, just airy and what if and all that it's like this is this is i just want to marry you i, I, just, I don't want i don't want the draw i just i just want you know and so eventually we waited you know maybe another 10 11 months because her brother was getting married you know in that season so we thought we would wait till that passed and and um i'm so glad that 
I married this person almost 14 years ago. Yeah. If my fear of man would have stopped me, that would have been a crying shame. Oh, I can't wait to have her on and have her tell us her side of this, too. This is going to be a great two-parter on accident. But, I mean, both of your stories are telling me, for our friends that are listening that are married or single or parents or not parents or wherever you are relationally, I mean, both of you are just reminding me that that God's story, like, if you give your life to God's story, He tells the story. He does it, whether you can't mess it up if He's doing it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, because Shane and Shane wouldn't exist without your story, E. And and so it, it just feels like such an encouragement to me to remember that that God, I mean, that, that scripture says Jesus is the author and perfecter. <laughs> like, yeah, he is. Yeah. Y'all are telling such beautiful stories of Jesus being the author of all of this. Yeah, yeah. there's so much safety and just surrender mm. to the Lord. You know, if we can wake up every morning and go, you know, God, be my life. I don't have the goods to do the things. Just be my life. Live through me. And that that is the process of like sanctification or growing in, in God, right? It's not it's not just trying to figure it out and do all the right things and find all the right paths. It's simply just surrender. Because we're never gonna get better or find the right path on our own. I mean, his ways are about as high as the heavens are above the earth, and his thoughts equally as high. And so, man, surrender is so hard. It feels like dying, you know? Like when, you, when, when the Bible says, you know, you know, we need to take up our cross, uh, you know, die to yourself, all that. Well, that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like dying. But it leads to life. Surrendering to him leads to life for sure. And yeah. so um, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I think, too, it's just like he, he, he's numbered our days. That's the yeah. thing. You know, I think if, if we can remember that when the storms come or when the hard times come, you know, that, man, he is working things out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So it's like, I mean, if we're called according to his purposes, which we believe we are, and we might talk about this in a minute if we if we get into the new album, but like when the waves of trouble come, you know, we trust um, that um, he is working something out, mm. you know, and it's, it is impossible. The strength is divine. You know, and I think he is, he is providing that manna daily, and it takes it takes that daily going to the source and saying, oh, "Okay, just like Shane said, I need, I need the strength today. I need the mercy for today." When the hard times come, and if they haven't come, they're coming. You know, we're going to run up against it. It's just it's just impossible. It's promised that we will have trouble, uh, but. We have a God who's overcome the world. And so uh, I think even in those seasons, I mean, those seasons were really hard for both of us. I mean, that season with Beth was really, I mean, it was very hard for Shane and I. That was, that was, I mean, that was like one of the, probably the second big crack in what the Lord took back for his glory, because it, we had, we had a lot of turmoil in that season. It was probably the, the second rift in what could have been the end of what we do, but the Lord is so good at pulling us through if we're depending on him, you know? And so it's good stuff. That's beautiful. I think uh, the day you and I met, E, this spring, when we were at the same event, I had probably um, in my whole 41 years, I had like the number two biggest surrender conversation with God I've ever had that day. And it has changed my life this year. 
I mean, it was in March and it changed my life this year. And I've been walking with the Lord like y'all for a long time. And he still will go, hey, there's one more thing I want you to just like die to. And you go like, I thought we were done, but we're just never done, right? We're just never done. No, yeah. we're not done. No. We're not done. It's wild. Um, okay, so the new album. We're going to talk about the new album. Also, before we do that, I've made a list of my lifetime favorite Shane and Shane songs. Can we can we touch? <laughs> can we talk on those for a minute? Yes. yes. Because as I told y'all, if I don't cry as we're doing this, I will be shocked because <laughs> of the impact. I mean, as y'all are telling me the story, I'm blown away at at how Shane and Shane was built and what y'all been through. Because while y'all are living those stories, you're also really actively a part of my life and a part of my uh, growth in my faith. And so I just need you to know that I still sing Vision of You from the Pages album mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from 2007 about once a week. <laughs> it is it is one of the That's most awesome. impactful songs. Mm. Does it, do y'all ever think of that one anymore? Like how many of these disappear off of your radar? Or is like Vision of You still on your radar at all? It's not. <laughs> the, Should be. the vision is cloudy. The, the vision, vision is gone. I lost the vision. The vision is... To be fair, you've been writing songs for 14 years. I would say that the prayer is uh, very active still sure. in my life. In fact, a couple nights ago, we were with some friends, and it's like, it, you know, if, if you could have anything, if you could have God answer any prayer, it really, for me, any prayer, like what, what would it be? Okay, just God will do anything you want him to do. It is that, that I would see him, like my vision, I would just see, simply see him as he is, as he always has been, because I, I, I always feel so clouded, and and we are, we only we see dimly, you know, on this on this side. But, um, yeah. So I, I think that the song, the song remains <laughs> in my prayer life, but we don't do it anymore because there's been like a thousand, a thousand yes, you know, I'm sure thousands of songs <laughs> since then. I mean, this must happen to y'all all the time though, because y'all have been doing music for twenty years, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and there are songs like that that have stuck to us. And everybody has their own experience. What is it like for you on your side of this where there's an Annie who comes up and goes, I still cry when I sing Vision of You from 2007. Like, what is that like for y'all when songs stick with people like that? I think it's awesome. It's, it, it throws fuel on the fire yeah. to get into God's word and then try to craft, you know, sounds and, you know, whatever we can do. We, we'll, sing, we'll sing like ladies as long as we live. If that does exactly what you're saying, when we look at the scriptures and sing the truth of the scriptures, when I think of that song, I, I think of passages in scripture. And so, yeah, I love that. I think that is that is incredible. And it's it encourages my heart just to, I have no business writing songs and singing. I just have, I, like, I, I just don't because of the, my path, my first 20 years of life. It, had, it just... God just said, "Here's the here's what I want you to do." I didn't want to do it. It's just I, I didn't. Music has never been a passion, but if God would use me to encourage your heart, Annie, in you know how, wherever you're at, or a missionary on the, you know, walking up a trail to a to a tribe that's never heard the name of Jesus, then man, that is just so cool and such an honor. So as as long as I live, I'll you know continue to do that. In hopes that that would still happen. You know, I think we we kind of realized early on, not early on, I would say early on, but later as we hear stories like that, we feel like the Lord is 
really uniquely um, placed us in in his plan to uh, remind his bride of the truth of Scripture. And so we kind of live with two main points in our head of like hopefully everything that, you know, kind of in the downline of what we do is singing the word and eliminating distractions. And so we want we want the bride um, to be built up because, you know, she's she through Jesus is the hope of the world, you know, and we feel like that's been our unique little niche in what we do is encouraging the bride and and reminding her of the truths that the word provides for life. And that's in every season. And um, it's such an incredible tool that we um, sometimes miss. And if we can put a melody around one of those diamonds um, that make the heart shine or remind someone that he is close or our eyes should be fixed on something else or when the world lets us down again or a person lets us down again that we serve um, someone who is so much more effective in satisfying those deep longings because we realize over and over again um, that those things can't be filled with the things that he's made, you know? And whether you, you, whether you realize that or you don't realize that, you know, that's a divine thing if you realize why you're unsatisfied. Um, but we pray that people all do realize why they're unsatisfied. Yeah. And that there is um, so much life, joy, peace, patience. All of these things are found, you know, in the source, and the source is him. And so, yeah, we love that. E, for our friends who haven't heard the word bride used like that before, like when you're talking about worship, will you kind of describe who you're talking about in that story? Yeah, the people of God. Um, so, I mean, Jesus always, it's crazy because he says that we are the bride of Christ. If you are in Jesus, he refers to us as his people, as his bride. So if you have thrown your life on the finished work of Jesus, like you have said, Jesus, you, I'm a sinner and I need a savior and you're the savior. When that happens, you're a part of the bride or God's people, you know? And and just to tag on that, like for those of you who, that, that sounds like weird language. (laughs) It does sound like weird language. Um, The, the, the cool thing, if you just look at the whole meta narrative of scripture, Ephesians chapter five, you know, it's like the punchline of like, oh, this is why there's a groom and a bride on the earth. And the reason why there is a there is a man and a woman, a bride and a groom, is to have a living parable of a groom, a man who wholeheartedly and unconditionally pursues a bride. And in Ephesians chapter 5, it says, well, this marriage is a picture of God and his people, his bride, because he is the only one who's ever successfully, unconditionally, and wholeheartedly loved a bride. And it's a picture of of a man who will never leave you and never forsake you. And that's, that's what marriage is supposed to be, right? That's the covenant. Come what may, life, death, sickness, I'm in. And that covenant is because of his covenant. And, you know, we're still, as mankind, really bad at that covenant. 
um, if you just look at the statistics. But God is 100%. He's never brought somebody into the family, adopted them in, called them a kid of his, and left them. And so that language, that family language, it really points to God. I feel the tension when you like when you're when you're saying, "Hey, we're his bride." Oh, that I, that feels kind of weird, but it's so powerful. Yeah, because you know that's pointing to someone who is real and who has even set up this institution of marriage to to be a parable of who he is for us. And then y'all, I mean, this album, Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs, really, I mean, it reminds me of Ephesians five because that's what we're supposed to bring, right? And supposed to share. Y'all write so many beautiful songs around the Psalms. I mean, I I have more scripture memorized because of y'all, because <laughs> of what you taught me to sing than I've ever been able to memorize on my own. <laughs> Why do y'all go to the Psalms and put put music to it for us? That's what this new album is, right? Uh, yes, it is. And uh, this uh, God tricked us. <laughs> It's probably the wrong word, but didn't didn't Jeremiah say that? You deceived me, Lord! Yeah, that's right, he did, he did. Um, So, you know, my roommates asked me to play a concert in a field. I'm a business major who does intramural sports, like, you know, and I I had a crazy adventurous life with, you know, tons of different places and moves, and and so I didn't really even have a brain at this moment mm. in my life. And, and uh, I knew four chords, 20 worship songs, and that's, but I never knew any other songs. I'd never even had a thought about, oh, a band or a song. Somebody asked me about Stairway to Heaven. I, I didn't even know what that even meant or who that, or, you know, I'm like, I, I don't even know what you mean. I don't even know what that means. Uh-huh. You know, I knew, I knew like a couple Kenny Rogers, like the, I could sing The Gambler to you. And I, <laughs> I knew like a song called Gavi Lampoyero La Pieta Camasquero because that's what my dad sang every single day. My dad spent a lot of time in Mexico mining for gold uh, with a pan and a gun. So that's backstory. I'm, gonna, I'm getting in the weeds. That's a great story though. <laughs> right, yeah, there's, there's a lot of goodness there. Uh, so I, I just... To play this concert, I had to sing something, and I didn't. I didn't have a grid for singing things or writing things. So I'm like, didn't they used to sing the psalms? I think they used to sing psalms, and so I'm just I'm just picking through the songbook, the only songbook that I know. And then you know the Shane thing happened. That all happened in real time. Which, you know, a couple months after, he didn't tell you this, but a couple months after I borrowed Shane's guitar to play this concert. Yeah. He was like in an epic, like, bar band, like club band, cover band. The lights came on in this club bar at 2, 3 in the morning, and he's sitting on the stage waiting for a check. And when the lights came on in the bar, the lights came on in his heart, and he gave his life to Christ right there on the, uh-uh. the stage. And then drove home, like, you know, moved out with his girlfriend and broke up with the band. And then that's when we started to have this friendship. It's like he was, you know, he'd grew up, he'd given his life to Christ like a hundred times, been baptized, but but it never happened, you know. Right, right. And so we right. were like, man, I just think Shane, and you're Shane, and I'm Shane. And, you know, we had a record way back then. It's just called Psalms. Yes. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, Psalms. And it, it was just because... That's all, literally, that's all we knew to do is is turn to the scripture. And God tricked us because it started to really help our lives. Um, and so Colossians 3.16 says, 
May the word of Christ dwell richly in you as you teach and admonish one another in all wisdom through singing mm-hmm. psalms, mm-hmm. hymns, and spiritual songs with gratefulness on the heart. So I think what's happening is the word of Christ is dwelling richly in us. And uh, and so God just, after that, it's like, I don't have anything else to offer. I can't live by food alone. Like every word from your mouth is, it's honey to my lips. And so way back then we start, not because we made a decision to, but because there was no other path. It just was, this is the first thought that came to mind and God tricked us into that. And then we never could go back to like hanging on the scriptures and the, and the Psalms by God's grace for however many more years, we'll just be in the scriptures, in the Psalms, trying to, you know, wrap them in song so that the word of Christ may dwell richly in us. I mean, I'm going to show you what a deep dive fan I am that I tried to play unto you on my guitar. And it's impossible. So if you didn't believe that I've been around this whole time, you need to know that that is the hardest song I tried to play in my college apartment in 2002 or something. I mean, like, that is amazing. Is amazing. I mean, I've been around you guys. I've been around. (laughs) Um, Man. So this new album just came out when everybody's hearing this. The new album just came out so they can go listen to it. I mean, to me, will y'all just talk for just a minute? about what happens when we just play worship. That is, and no matter where you are with your walk with God, if you can just, if you just put this album on in your house while you're cooking dinner or while you're doing carpool or while you're working out, like what, what happens to us? It's that thing, like you were saying, be about the word richly dwelling in us. Like what does that actually do for our lives when worship is an, is a part of the music in our homes? You know, for me, it was probably a hundred times into singing Psalm 23 just with a simple little melody, it was probably the hundredth time something happened to me. Like I had saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Probably hundreds of times, because I would sing it with my girls and we were testing it out. We're singing it at church. We're singing it at concerts. You know, this is before we even recorded it. All of a sudden something happens to me. And, and this is really similar. This has happened with other people's songs that are playing in my kitchen or in my in the carpool. But this one for me, just just having it in on singing it, you know, all of a sudden in my heart I hear this voice. This is how it plays out for me. And I'm singing, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And there's a new lyric that pops up all of a sudden. It goes, The Lord is my shepherd, all I do is want. Yeah. Uh, so I have I got a problem now because I can't say now I can't say that with integrity because I'm a professional wanter. Wanter, right. That's what <laughs> I too. do. Same. And so I have four daughters at home. I don't have to teach them how to want. They're ruthless yeah. in their want. That's yeah. what they do. <laughs> and I never grew out of that. And I get on a stage and I want that approval and I want that bigger stage and I want more of what I already have. Just give me a few more thousand bucks or another couple weeks off or I'm just a wanter. And it was just a re-up for me, like a new diagnostic to look at my life and say, God has put that 
eternity-sized hole in every human yes. heart, right? I mean, yes. we're, we're all professional wanters. You can't turn it off. I mean, we ate breakfast and we want lunch. It's like built yeah, that's in it. us. That's it. That's and so like I went on this process of, God, of just the Holy Spirit dealing with me through Psalm 23, where I ended up going, it's not, it's, I can't stop the wanting. It's not, it, the answer is not to not want. The answer is to find what I'm wanting in the shepherd. So my wanting is too, it's not too extreme. It's actually too dim that I'm satisfied by trinkets and likes and follows and things and approval and, or whatever it is for us, you know, but you can be satisfied in knowing Christ Jesus, your Lord. I mean, Paul said it, right? He almost quoted Psalm 23 verse one, that I count all things. I had a huge resume. I had I was doing well. I count all things as rubbish, as trash compared to knowing the shepherd Christ Jesus my Lord. And and so that changed my marriage that moment. Because if I can wake up and I can remember, like I wear this shirt most days. It just it's a simple shirt. It just says I shall not want. I I'm, I don't have I want the tattoo, but I don't have the courage, you know. Oh, you should get that tattoo, and then you can wear different I shirts. Know. <laughs> I know. Then Shitty. I can change my shirt. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I, I just want to remember, there is no like next level for me today. I am absolutely free to lay my life down as Jesus laid his life down for me, for my wife, because the return I'm looking for, I have found in the shepherd. So I don't, she doesn't have to give me that return. He's given me that return. And that really frees me up if I can, if by the Holy Spirit, I can remember that. And so it's changed it. It's changed it for me in that, man, I'm not longing for something that's going to do it for me because Christ Jesus has. And so that's a free life for, for and it's available for those of you listening. That's available for professional wanters. You know, we can find as Christians, we should be peculiar because our longings are met in something that's unseen. You know, Moses prayed. We have a song on this new record. You know, he prayed towards the end of, of Psalm 90, um, satisfy me in the morning, Lord, with your steadfast love. And God does. And so, yeah, so that's what singing does. You know, it's like, it's just on, but all of a sudden, you might be listening to the, you know, unto you for the hundredth time. And it's just like, oh, what? You know, it's something will just left field and just, and God begins to, I mean, this word is alive. And so singing is one thing, but singing the word is a little bit different than just singing things because his word is living and you're singing it. And there's all these promises of when you sing it, whether it's in your kitchen or the carpool or working out, when you're singing it, God is accomplishing things because it's its word, his word, and because you're singing it. And so there's all kinds of reasons, you know, that that's a helpful thing to us. Hey, friends, just taking one last quick break to share about one of our amazing partners, Policy Genius. As you prep for that back-to-school season, go ahead and slide securing life insurance onto your to-do list between buying a new trapper keeper and sharpening some pencils. Policy Genius makes it easy to get covered and to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers in all in one place. Why might you ask? Is it smart to compare? Well, you guys, you can save 50% or more, like 
up to $1,300 on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. That is so much money. You guys, that is so much money. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius thousands of five star reviews across Trustpilot and Google. And eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. This exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes, higher than options from Ladder or Ethos or Bestow. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com and in minutes you can work out how much life insurance you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. And then when you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and the scheduling. Thank you for free. Okay, thank you. Policy Genius doesn't add any extra fees, you guys. So head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. And now back to finish our conversation with Shane and Shane. I'll tell you an interesting thing that you could not have known is that we have had a little accidental Psalm 23 theme this year. The Lord keeps bringing it back up, and everyone's hearing this on Monday. And on Wednesday, Louis Giglio's here talking about his new book, and it is about Psalm 23. So God is trying to say something to us this week. Come on. I mean, that is—the Holy Spirit is not playing around with us this week. E, are y'all going to tour this record? Do we get to see y'all out and about? We tour a little bit differently these days. Uh, we have a we have a, a a team of people here in Dallas. We have a thing called the Worship Initiative, where we it's an online resource. Like a, you subscribe to it, and it we we teach how to not just play songs, but we try to wrap the songs that the church is singing singing in the Word of God. And so we do devotionals and all kinds of stuff. But we really want the Word of God to inform the things that we sing. And so we're always trying to to put that truth in in someone's mouth, even if like. You might be singing a song, and you might not even know that it's scripture. You might not even know that where it comes from. And so we're trying to just inform, uh, inform people and worship leaders that man, like you might be singing, you know, "Blessed be Your Name," but that is rich in theology and it's rich in scripture. So we just want to say, hey, this is where that comes from, and and hopefully, kind of reviving those those songs for for people who sing them often. And so we spend a lot of our time with our team here in Dallas doing those things, creating resources for the church. And then as far as touring, we do about 50 shows a year. And so we kind of go in and out. But, you know, for years we were on the road, you know, close to 250 days a year, lived on a bus and and just went playing six days a week and usually had Mondays off. And and we did that for for longer than longer than one should and so but you know the lord has was gracious to sustain us and uh through those years and we didn't know you know shane and i grew up i'm kind of i'm kind of going off track here but shane's pretty infamous about you'll ask him a question and he'll just say whatever he wants to yeah, yeah i'm into it it's, 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 i'm having it's, a great time i'm it's yeah. bad <laughs> yep I'm sorry. I've been doing it for years. So I'll let him continue, but the answer is yes. Okay. We're going to go out on the road and play <laughs> Yeah, and, we're going to play some And we're going to play these songs. Out, on, out on the road, yes. The answer is yes. ShaneToShane.com. Okay. You can find us there. Okay. Let me clarify. Okay, great. Let me clarify. <laughs> now you can when talk. You say t- when no. you say tour, <laughs> I think, no, we used to tour. And yes, now yes, we do yes. like a healthy amount shows. of events. Now we're like, yeah, we're going to tour. That might be normal for everybody. But when you say tour, I think no sleep, living on a bus with a bunch of stinky boys for hundreds of days in a row. And so 
we're not doing that. But we are going to go out. We are going to sing these songs. <laughs> we are going to tour this record. We are going to tour so, the snot out of this record. It's gonna, we're we're going to live on the road. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that worship initiative album y'all put out this year, when I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago, I was spinning that thing. That Catch Me Singing song. Oh, yeah. So good. Y'all should have seen me sitting by the water, just tears, just saying, yeah, Lord, when this season changes, catch me singing. Don't catch yeah. me sad. Don't catch me angry. Catch me singing and worshiping. I mean, it is. Y'all just do. Y'all are doing some good work for the church, y'all. I mean, I, I can't. I can't thank you enough. For this new album that comes out that everybody's got can get now, for I, we just can't keep up with how much music y'all put out because you just keep giving us more and more, and I'm really thankful. It's a lot. We we had a meeting yesterday, Tuesday, and we will release 103 songs to streaming services in 2021. Oh my gosh! Can you believe that? No, 103 I songs that. this year alone. So that's you know. Yeah, that's a lot. It feels like a lot. That is a, and, uh, that is really generous of y'all. <laughs> really. That is so much music um, between Worship Initiative and Chain and Chain. Yep. Wow. Okay. I'm having a great time, but I also want to respect your time. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we cover? Well, you know, something that came to mind when you talked about Catch Me Singing, there's a song that has has been a blessing. And, and a lot, I would say it's a common theme in this new record, Psalms and Spiritual Song Songs. Of I was in the stairwell, which is just right over this way. You guys can't see me point, but I'm pointing. <laughs> to the left. We have an amazing space, but I spend most of my time uh, when I'm up here in a in a fire escape with cockroaches because it sounds epic when you oh, sing. Sure, yeah. And so I just, I write everything in there, um, and I was. It, it's been a tough year, and you'll hear some of that uh, from my wife when she's on. Uh, I was thinking of the old hymn "Come Thou Fount." I didn't grow up with hymns, and so. Every hymn's kind of a new hymn for me, and I love that one. Um, Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing your praise. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. And this was not a streams of mercy feeling day slash season for me. This was like a streams of trouble feeling season. And so I flipped that and said streams of trouble never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Because I was in there, and I'm reading through Psalm 42. This is this is all happening in the same space. And I was just crying. I was reading. Psalm 42 is very helpful for me because it's, I mean, my worship. He caught me singing in the stairwell, you know. It goes on and on and on. Where is my God? You know, it was that yeah, kind of singing. Yeah. Where are you? Breaker after breaker after crash after crash. It's... That's what it feels like, you know, but yet hope again in Christ. And so Psalm 42 is like the framing of it is really helpful. And so uh, this song, it's kind of a mashup between come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing your praise, streams of trouble, never ceasing call for songs of love to praise. So it's kind of a mashup between, you know, singing and for, for those of us who aren't, in that season where we feel like singing, there is still a song there, and you can sing it. And it might sound like complaint, but it is in the songbook of the Bible. Yes. It is yes. in the praise and worship. And so your complaint will lead you to, 
to praise him and trust him. And again, that's a, that's a divine supernatural thing that God does. And so um, it's not like we, you know, in, in those moments, it's like the loudest, you know, you didn't, I don't know if you knew this, but most people's singing voice is the loudest thing they do. It's louder than shouting. I did not know that. And I am very loud. So this is worth us testing between my laugh and my yell and my sing. You need to get a DB meter out get and you that, just do it. You probably have one there in your studio. Just just, just just, do it and sing out and see. But like the loudest sound we can make sometimes is that heart cry. Wow. You know, that like, go, oh, where are you at? You know, and I've had uh, these really sacred moments over the years in the hardest and darkest rooms where complaint leads to praise. And it is just so dear um, how Jesus meets us in those places. So a a lot of songs on this record are kind of like moving into those themes. There's a song called Song in the Night. There's a song called Steadfast Love built around Lamentations 3. It's just just songs for people in in that hour. When I sing Catch Me Singing, what I want the Lord to know is that I'm always looking in His direction, even if my heart isn't feeling great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that that's exactly what you're saying is we're allowed to say what we really feel and experience to God. And that that is worship. It is. Yeah, that's beautiful. Y'all, okay, listen, you are welcome back here anytime. <laughs> come and on. Come on. Just come on. I, there are songs we didn't get to that are some of my favorites, so I've still got a list of my history that I'd like to go over with you okay. um, at some point. Uh Listen, I can't wait for people to hear this album if they have it. We'll link to it. They'll be able to find it really easily and download it. Um, But the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, E and B, Shane and Shane, tell me what sounds fun to you. Oh, man, I just want to be in the woods. I just got to be in the woods. What, does that not sound fun? No, that uh, uh, go ahead. I want to be in the woods. I want to be like in a tree stand Uh looking for an animal. Okay. You know, and maybe it's just watching it. Or maybe it's shooting it. Sure. <laughs> and skinning it. And Is it hunting it. season? You know? Are we in hunting season? Not yet. Okay. No, 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 no. Dove season's coming up. Yeah, in September. So, you know, I know you're ready. You know I know. I know you you're know. ready. No. I know you're ready for that. <laughs> you can't wait. It's coming up. Dove season. Do you still get in a stand for doves? No, you just kind of stand on a, a fence line or a tree okay. line or something. Okay. But but still being in the woods, in my, in my opinion, still being in the woods. And then deer season's coming up in, you know, October, November. Which is also fun. Yeah. Really okay. fun. That's and a that's great sitting answer. in a stand. Yeah. 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 So that sounds fun to me, you know? Right? I love it. Yes. I'm I'm in. If it's fun <laughs> to you, it's fun to me. I'm in. Uh for those of you listening, so I have four daughters and Shane has three daughters. So that that's the answer to our women's ministry. Yeah, there you go, home. for real. That's, so that's what <laughs> that's why that's, that's what we do. What we do. <laughs> and um and you know, we I just bought this uh pretty sweet, pretty epic you know, water bounce house at Costco. Uh-uh. And that kind of sounds fun because I'm a little too big. But if there were a big one, if there were like, a you know, a me-sized version of that, that's, I mean, I'm so, I'm so, it looks, it looks so awesome. Do the girls love it? Oh, yeah. They love it. They do it all day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should give it a try. The worst that happens is you burst it. Oh, he it. gives it a try. Okay, Don't good. Don't let him good. act like he. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. I, I have to. I've, I've taken. No, I have taken no, him. When, he's all. This guy's all in. When it comes to when, kid time, he is out there. He's on the ground. Okay. I mean, he is doing it. Well yeah. Done. I yeah. Have, I have also been watching the show alone. Have you seen this? No. Tell me more, though. I'm very interested. It's a show about ten people trying to make it somewhere that's extreme, like like northern alaska yeah it gets like 40 below 
uh, they get to choose 10 things, but they have to be primitive things. So you can't, like, there's no guns or, you know, compound bows or anything. And you got to make it up there alone. By yourself. So we're watching all of them at the same time. So the, it, it kind of switches to each one, and, yeah. and they're filming themselves. So they're alone. They they just you drop them off oh, with a helicopter or something, and and they're alone. So they got to make they got to build a house. They got they figure it out. They got to kill. They're alone. You drop them, and this is a dream. Th- that sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, just, I would if I didn't if I didn't have five females at home, I would. I think I would try to get on that show. Doesn't that sound uh, awesome? Be, how do we watch this on Netflix? Where is this? Uh, there is one episode on Netflix, which I think might be the best episode, season seven. Season seven? Yeah, I've had. <laughs> I've to, never even heard of this. Until I've had to go over either. to Hulu. I I, okay. I actually bought season eight. I, I don't watch. I don't really watch TV, but wow. I saw a show, and I just I'm just in. So I had to go over to Hulu. Has I think all the seasons, but I guess they get progressively better. You know, they figured they they started figuring it out. But it's pretty. It's pretty fun. More progressively worse. One of the two. Okay, alone. We'll link to it. We'll let. We'll let everybody give it a go. Alone. There it is. That it's a fun. good time. It's a fun. That time. does sound fun. That I wish you had a fun. affiliate link to Hulu because I think you're going to get a bunch of people hey, who are going to finally get a alone. Hulu subscription. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> oh my gosh! So well, y'all, go. thanks for being on here again. I, I mean, I, I just could not be more thankful for you as men and your families and the work you do and. Uh, you have meant a lot to me for a lot of years so thank you for making time to do this today thanks for having us oh you guys aren't they just the best grab a copy of their brand new album Psalms, Hymns and Spiritual Songs Volume 1 wherever you love to get your music you're absolutely going to love this album y'all and if you aren't already be sure to follow Shane and Shane she can tell them thanks for being on the show And yes, go into their Spotify or their Apple Music and just listen to all of it. Pages is my all-time favorite album, but I like them all. And as well, that new worship initiative. I'm telling you, that song, uh, Catch Me Singing, is in my feelings, you guys. I love it. So everything Shane and Shane, you need it. Listen to it. Grab it. It's the best. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same. Have a great couple of days, and we'll be right back here on Wednesday, still talking about Psalm 23, if you can believe it, with Pastor Louis Giglio. Y'all, we have a theme. It's Psalm 23. We'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah.